Welcome to Coffee with Developers. Today we have here Michael Bromley. He is co-founder and CTO of Venture, which is a headless commerce platform based in Vienna, Austria. Welcome, Michael. How are you doing? Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me. I'm doing very well, thank you. I'm looking forward to having an interesting, wide-ranging chat with you this morning. My first question to you would be, what was your first experience in tech when did you start getting also like year wise when was this okay year wise i had to reveal my age now don't i um <laughs> so i think that one of the earliest things i can remember in tech was like back when i used to be into playing pc games as a kid uh, and we used to play duke Nukem 3d if anyone remembers that and we got oh, into yeah. uh yeah we got into building our own maps and i think that was like the first time i got kind of a little bit behind the scenes on something on a computer. Um, but then a little bit later, I guess around mid-90s, mid, yeah, mid to late 90s, I bought a PC magazine and it came with a CD on the cover like they used to <laughs> in the old days. Yeah, And it had a copy of Borland C++ Builder on it. And um, I installed that and it had a little tutorial in the back to make like a very simple like CLI Hello World program and i think that was like the first cool. program i wrote yeah i think my first experience was also something that came on a cd like your basic something in a magazine yeah. same as you so this uh c plus thing uh took you eventually to the web world can you tell us a little mm -hmm. bit about your journey from that getting into where you're now tech wise okay so um Back then as well, my dad got a PC at his office and it had a 56K modem, the one that makes the funny noises when it connects. Um, and yeah, I got into just like browsing websites and uh, we were using Netscape Navigator at the time, which was like the big browser. It was the Chrome of its day. Um, and I discovered that it, come, it came with... Um, something called Netscape Composer, which is basically a simple HTML editor. So I started messing about with that, and I realized, wow, you can just change the text, and you can build a website this way. So that's how I started building websites. Um, and then later on, my parents um, at the time had this company selling art materials online, and I said, well, I can build a website. So, you know, that was my first website job as a teenager. I put together this like brochureware uh, website, just static pictures, tables with price lists. All right. And um, when, when did you start creating uh, Venger? When, when was this? So it's about four years ago, uh, coming up to four and a half years ago. All right. Now that we are starting, talking about uh, Venger, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the platform, what it does? Yeah, it's a... Uh, e-commerce framework. So that means it's a developer tool aimed at developers who want to build custom e-commerce applications. Um, most of the viewers will probably know about something like Shopify. Um, it's in the same general um, kind of area as Shopify, but it's more like if you have uh, slightly more sophisticated requirements, you need more custom uh, uh, business uh, use cases to be supported, then you have to custom build. And this is where something like Venger comes in. It allows you to build everything to the exact specifications that the merchant requires. That's very cool. I use it once. We actually have a live stream together where we try it out together. Mm -hmm. 
uh, yeah. for me, it was a, a pretty seamless uh, experience. I liked it. So let's let's talk about this. You co-founded this company. How how was this for you, or how how did how what are the biggest challenges, and how did you experience it? Yeah. So so as a bit of background, uh, I mentioned I've been working on this for like four years, and um, my idea has always been to uh, build it as an open source project, but then build a company around it. That was the idea from the start. And my idea has been uh, things like open core. So the, the core is MIT uh, open source licensed, but then uh, I've been working on more uh, enterprise, I guess, or pro level plugins. Um, and, and I intend to make a marketplace around that. Um, also support and so on. So I've been, you know, I was just doing it all on my own and I had this kind of indie hacker ethos um, but then at a certain point, the, all, all the different jobs that I had to do became a bit overwhelming. You know, there's the actual development itself, like writing the code, uh, dealing with issues on GitHub, merging and reviewing PRs, uh, managing the community on Slack, which is now like coming up to 2000 people, uh, running all the social media accounts, speaking to people, business development, uh, tech partnerships, um, and, 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 you know, the list goes on and on. So. I kind of got to the point at the end of last year where it was just getting kind of difficult to keep on top of everything. And uh, the pace would, would uh, eventually slow down as more and more of these tasks pile up. So it just so happens like around the start of the year, I was contacted by um, someone who is now my co-founder over LinkedIn of all places. I'm not like a huge LinkedIn guy, but um, he happened to contact me over LinkedIn <laughs> And at first it was, you know, the idea of co-founding company wasn't really on the table. It was more like their developers had been looking for a new platform. They found Venger, they evaluated it. And from the technical side, they loved it. They want to use it. Um, but the problem was when they took it to merchants and tried to like convince them to build their next project on this platform, they were like, hmm, Venger, what is this? Who builds it? And then at that point they had to say, well, it's just an open source project built by some random guy in Vienna who you've never heard of. So it's a big ask to just trust some relatively unknown open source project. So that's the problem they had. The developers want to use it, but then they had this problem like actually selling it. So that's when David approached me and we came up with this idea of we can actually, let's build a company around it, co-found a company. Um, and then we, you know, we immediately... Uh, get some some other people behind the wheel, some shoulders behind the wheel, pushing forward not just the the tech side which I'm doing, uh, but also the business development, the marketing, and all these other tasks that managing the finances and 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 you know spreadsheets and all this kind of stuff that needs doing as part of any business. And um, yeah, so that's the the foundation of it, and that's uh, how we started. Wow, that's uh, quite a journey. And and how was it for you giving up some of that control? Yeah, that, that, that was tough. Um, <laughs> I got to admit, you know, like anyone who's built a project for a long time, especially if you've got this kind of indie hacker ethos that like, yeah, I'm in control of everything, responsible for everything, I can do everything. Um, it is tough to, to give up control, but ultimately, if you want to build something bigger than yourself, you need to be able to delegate. It's tough to give it up, but uh, I think it's necessary. And would you say creating the company eventually helped you uh, boost the project in general? 
Oh yeah, for sure. Having someone who who can just take care of that side and is also like really experienced in that side of things is like a massive weight off my shoulders. And I can concentrate on the thing that I actually like doing, which is uh, product development, roadmap and coding and managing the community and kind of dev devrel stuff like what we're doing now, I guess. So you built this uh, e-commerce platform venture and what fascinates you about e-commerce? You know, e-commerce e e is, it's interesting because it's one of the, it's one of the pillars of the internet, right? Um, it's one of the ways that it's one, it's one of the, the engines of the internet economy. Uh, you've got advertising. Advertising is promoting some, typically some kind of ultimately some e-commerce business. Someone's trying to sell something. It's really complex because you're dealing with financial transactions, uh, tax laws, uh, differences across different jurisdictions. And there's so many different permutations on on the typical e-commerce store. But really, the, the reason I'm doing it is because, like I mentioned back at the start of the interview, that um, my parents had this art supplies company. And I built this website. So I carried on building this website over the last, like, more than 15 years. And I actually started the venture project because we needed a new platform. I had written this kind of monstrosity in PHP and MySQL, my first big uh, programming project. And it's kept us going for like 15 years and it works, but it was, you know, I would not like to show you the code. It's um, things like functions.php, which is like a 5,000 line file of just global functions and you know i only discovered unit testing like towards the end of the project and you try and implement one feature and something breaks in a total other area after i evaluated the whole open source e-commerce uh, ecosystem i was not satisfied and i was shocked that there was nothing really out there for node.js typescript uh, the, the kind of uh, tools and workflows that i'd become used to using as a developer there's a hole here. I'm going to fill it. That's the reason why I'm like in this area, really, because I'm trying to solve the problems of this company that I've been working for for a long time or working with. You mentioned um, Node.js and TypeScript. Uh, so would you say uh, developer experience is one of the focuses or is a focus for venture? Definitely, yeah. So when I was evaluating um, existing uh, solutions, the developer experience can be a bit rough using some of these other tools. Um, so yeah, I, I want to build something which, you know, you can do NPX, create, five minutes later, you've got a fully scaffolded, well, you know, you, you've tried it out, right? You've yeah. got a fully scaffolded uh, server to work with locally. I'm building it for developers like me. So this might be a tough question, but I got to ask it anyways. Is there something you would mm -hmm. change about Venture? There are lots of things I would change about it. Venger, um, you can find them all in the GitHub issues and the roadmap. <laughs> <laughs> Many of the, you know, a lot of the things, there's features that we need to add, you know, coming up in the, in the next major version, we need to re-architect a few things. And I recently ran into an issue that's like, yeah, like an edge case, you could say, when you're doing certain tax calculations, and I think, hmm, we could have designed that a bit differently. And now I'm going to try and think about how we can solve this. But these are things that, you, you know, you can't, there's, there's so many complexities to a system like this yeah. you can't think of them up from yet you have to like go through the pain of learning the hard way so yeah. now we talked a little bit about uh, venture and um and all of that 
but I want to know a little bit about uh, yourself, Michael. So, um, mm -hmm. how do you uh, how do you manage work life balance? You mentioned a little bit before before we record it now about music, traveling, and books. Can you tell us a little bit about about that? You play m music yourself? Yeah, I do. Uh, look, All right here, here's one of my guitars. Um, nice. <laughs> So I, I actually used to be a professional musician before I was a developer, and now I do it just for fun. Now and then I've got a couple of guitars here. Yeah, that's like one thing I like to do. Um, I listen to a lot of music, but you know, yeah. uh, I'm getting older now, so uh, th this is the typical thing that happens is your music, your music taste just gets stuck at some point, maybe in your like early to mid-20s. You know, like all uh, our parents' generations, they just like Genesis and the Beatles. Well... I've kind of reached that point with the music I like, um, but I still listen to it though. But uh, maybe I need to improve my uh, music discovery uh, process. <laughs> yeah, I'm also stuck in like two decades, 70s and 80s, and everything below and above. Well, below is okay. Above gets worse with time. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, and, and it's just noise now, isn't it? Though? <laughs> yeah. Background noise for me. No offense to any uh, listeners. <laughs> All right, uh, you said also you you read books. Uh, what type of books do you like reading? Uh, yeah, I mean, actually, I listen to books. Um, I listen to audio books when I'm like traveling and stuff. So right now, I'm listening to one uh, called Money Men. It's about Wirecard, which is a, a, a German Austrian big financial company that was doing lots of fraud. I like, I kind of realized recently that I really like these kind of corporate fraud type uh, uh, nonfiction books. I'm also, I'm also into fr fiction. So I've been recently listening to the, um, the Expanse series, mm -hmm. um, which there's a TV show of that I've not seen, but I'm, I'm, I think I'm on like book number six now, <laughs> which is a sci-fi thing set in, set in cool. our solar system and beyond. Okay, and uh, one last question before I, I let you go. Uh, what is the best book you can recommend for anyone to read? That's really hard. But the one that immediately pops to mind is one that left the biggest impression on me in the last few years, which was The, uh, the Three-Body Problem. And that, that whole trilogy is a, it's a sci-fi uh, trilogy by a Chinese author, Se uh, Xin Liu. And um, that is kind of the most, expansive in scope book that i've ever read it basically goes from now until the end of the universe and uh, it has some extremely mind-blowing concepts there's a there's this description of, of what it's like to exist in four-dimensional space Whoa. which comes back to me many times because the way he describes it is just so clear it's got like hundreds of amazing concepts in the in that series so i recommend that Thanks a lot for that. Uh, also, thanks a lot for your time, Michael, and for the insights into uh, your life and venture a little bit. And uh, yes, uh, thanks a lot and uh, see you around. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.